Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth and his wife Gloria are passionate about teaching Christians how to apply the principles of faith found in God's Word. They'll teach you how to overcome life's obstacles and live in victory. They have seven ministry offices around the world and are sharing the gospel in every available voice. You can watch their daily teaching program, Believer's Voice of Victory, weekdays at 8 a.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. And now, Kenneth Copeland will preach a powerful message focused on the triumphant power of faith. He will demonstrate through the word how faith overcomes any situation. Let's dive into the message. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years, so she was unclean unclean for 12 years. The only thing worse would be to have leprosy, to be unclean. At least the leper could get outside. At least the leper could, could, could go among other lepers. She could not. She was, she was holed up in her room. My, my, George, 12 years, man. 12 years. She was quarantined for 12 years. Not three or four months. Nobody. Except someone maybe there to help her. I'm, 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 because of what is said here, I, I know someone was there to help her. She'd suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, now I want to talk about that. She heard of Jesus. So what did she hear? Well, we know what he preached. We know, beginning with Luke chapter 4, in his own hometown of Nazareth, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He's anointed me to preach. He's he's anointed me to teach. He's anointed me to heal. Glory to God. He's anointed me to preach the acceptable year of the Lord or the great jubilee. So he, he literally said to those people, I am your great jubilee. Blind man, you don't have to be blind anymore. Poor man, you don't have to be poor anymore. Captive man, you don't have to be captive anymore. Poor man, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, poor man. What's the gospel to a poor man? To not be poor anymore. Hallelujah. And you can tell from the 10th chapter of the book of Acts, as Peter preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Hallelujah. So we know that that's what she heard because that's what he preached 
everywhere he went. He started with that message. How would they have known he was anointed unless he told them he was anointed? How would they know what his authority was if he didn't preach the acceptable year of the Lord, if he didn't preach the blessing of Abraham and not the curse? So we know she heard that. She believed it in her heart. And so she started saying it with her mouth. And she said it, and she said it, and she said it, and she said it. If you look it up in the Greek, it says she just kept saying it. She just kept saying it. If I but touch that prayer shawl, I'll be healed. I'll be whole. If I just took, and whole meant my finances too, George. That meant that the finances had to be replaced because without that, she would not have been whole. Praise God. Praise God. But then, then she had to get into action. She could have said, I believe this. I believe it with all my heart. I just believe it and I kept saying it and I kept saying it. But I'm bleeding now. I'm bleeding now. I'm skin and bones. I've been bleeding for 12 years. I, 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 what? No, no, she did it. She just got up and did it. Glory to God. Went right on out there. Then it said she received it. Now, notice at 529, and straightway or immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and then she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. She received it. She received it. That meant, that means she did exactly what Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe you receive it, and you will have it. She did that. She absolutely did that. She believed she received it while she was praying. She saw herself with it. She, she saw herself get up. She saw herself walk free. She saw herself crawl out that door. She saw herself get a hold of that garment. She saw it in her heart before she ever went out there. Glory to God. She saw it. And she received it. She received it. She received it before she ever, ever could have had the physical energy or could have had the, 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 the absolute just nerve to go outside that door. I venture to say she hadn't been outside in 12 years. That's a long time to be shut in. How do we know? How did we find out that she'd been in this condition 12 years? 
How do we know that she had suffered at the hand of many physicians? How do we know that she was completely, totally broke and had no, she evidently was a woman of means at one time because hey, many physicians spent all that she had on this terrible disease because when she fell down before Jesus, she told him all of that. We don't have any concept of how long they were there. But now stop and think a moment. Who is waiting in the wings? Jairus. And his little daughter is at the point of death. And he is standing there and standing there and standing there waiting and listening. But now you have to remember he was leader of the synagogue in Capernaum and that's Jesus' home synagogue. Amen. And he had faith in Jesus and he had already believed it in his heart. He had already said it with his mouth. You come lay your hands on her and she will live. Hallelujah. And so Jesus just went with him. Now, I want to show you again. Most of you have heard this, but it'll, it'll bear repeating. The Spirit of God was not, in this case, and you can tell it, Jesus had been over across the Galilee and had just ministered to the madman of Gadara and delivered him and called him to preach. And he had just come back across the lake to Capernaum. That's where he lived. That's where his headquarters were. He just went home. And just as the, as the boat, his boat pulled up there, Jairus was waiting for him. I can just see him walking the, 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 the beach around there. He's, he's got to come here. He has to come here. He has to come here. He's coming here, I know. I know, because this is where he lives. In fact, he lives right here close to me. That's been proven. And fell down and made his statement of faith. And when they came up and said, your little daughter's dead, why trouble the master any longer? He still didn't say anything, George. But Jesus answered and said, stop the fear. Stop the fear. Now that's the way Jesus handles death. The spirit of fear is the spirit of death. Fear is not okay. Faith is, fear is not. Stop the fear, believe only, she will live. She will be made whole. Stop the fear. Now, concerning the finances of this nation and concerning your finances, glory to God, stop the fear. Stop it. Stop the fear today. Believe only. You will be made whole. Many, 
Many, not a few. Many, many, many people, many people. I'm telling you, many, many people that live and walk by faith and, and the Word of God is final authority in their lives will come out of this situation with a better job, the best job they've ever had in all their life. They will come out of it. Their business will prosper. And it will be like this woman with the issue of blood. Immediately it will take place just as soon as they turn us loose. Glory to God. And people, I'm speaking by the Spirit, People will come up to you. People will come up to other people and say, how are you doing this, man? How'd you recover so fast? You'll say, well, I'll tell you how. Glory to God. Jesus Christ of Nazareth meets my needs according to his riches and glory. And if you'd like to know him, I'll introduce you to him right now. Hallelujah. We are the people of faith. We are the people of God's glory. Revelation 12, 11, don't turn there. They or we have overcome them, come him, the devil, all of his devils in that whole kingdom of darkness. Well, yeah, I'll turn there. The Lord just said, that's not good. You need to turn there. Revelation 12. Eleven. Let's read 10. I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. In the face of death. Hallelujah. The words of their testimony. She told it. She testified of it. She declared it. And she kept declaring it. And she declared it. She did, don't you know, George, don't you know she was thrilled? Glory to God, I'm healed. I can just come out here in front of everybody. I can get out of my house. I can get out of my house. Glory to God. I'll get all my weight back. Oh, glory to God. I'm going to add a little bit here to it. I might even have a baby now. Because, see, a man couldn't touch her. Doesn't say anything about her being a widow. Doesn't say anything about her being married. Now, glory to God, she can get married and she can expect to prosper financially again. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus.
on the day he went to the cross. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you. I want to read you something from the book of Isaiah. Very familiar scripture, but not a very familiar verse. Isaiah 53 talking about the crucifixion of Jesus. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. <clears throat> the Hebrew language first actually says, surely he hath borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases. <clears throat> the ninth verse, he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. And in my Bible, in the cross reference, Hebrew Deaths, plural, deaths. Jesus died. They saw him die physically on that cross. But you remember as well as I do, before he, before he died, he shouted with a loud voice, my God, my God. Why hast thou forsaken me? And then that second death mentioned there is to die spiritually. His physical death was not enough. Spiritual death is very, very simple. It is just simply disconnected from God. Any person who has not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior is spiritually dead. Your spirit is disconnected from God. But Jesus took care went into hell and suffered for three days and three nights in that horrible, horrible, horrible hell of a place. And he suffered more than any man before or any man after because he suffered it all. And he took your place and he took mine. He took your sins and he took mine. First Peter 2, 24 he bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. So our bodies were healed at the same time that he bore our sins. It is all on the same day, all on the same sacrifice. He took our place. He went to hell for us so we don't have to go. So anyone in the sound of my voice that has never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, he died so you could live, so you could be free. Glory to God. He bore your sicknesses and carried your diseases. The moment he was raised from the dead, the very moment he was raised from the dead, in God's eyes, you were free. In God's eyes, you were healed. In God's eyes, you were prosperous. In God's eyes, it was done. 
in his eye. Hallelujah. And in his eyes, in his eyes, you receive his fullness of joy. In his eyes, he saw you filled and baptized with the mighty spirit of God himself. He saw you that way. He saw you not struggling in this life, not struggling for money, not struggling for health, not struggling in your life. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Kenneth Copeland. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.